you want me to tell you? Welcome, listeners. You're in for a treat because I just heard some wonderful news. <laughs> I just heard that, you know, Jenna is going to see what happens this episode. She's going to let the natural substances in her body <laughs> tell her. Also what to known do. as Jesus. Also known as Jesus. Tell her what to do, what to feel, the whole the whole nine. So I, I for one, can't wait to see where this goes. So welcome to the show. Welcome to It's a Wonderful Movie. Jenna, how's it going? I just want to say you guys are in for a treat. We are live at the premiere of Spider-Man No Way Home. We are coming to you guys live. It's so weird. For some reason, this premiere is like three weeks after the release of the movie. We're in some sort of weird garage. (laughs) But the movie is going to premiere according to what the people we're with have told us. So, Oh, yeah. Live, baby. Oh, God. But yeah, so we're going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, which mm-hmm. is, I- I'm sure our listeners have heard of it. We've definitely talked about it. And the rest of the world has been talking about it for some time now. Um, It's the third movie in the Marvel Spider-Man franchise starring Tom Holland. Like its predecessors, it's directed by John Watts. And it stars Tom Holland, Zendaya, Willem Dafoe, and a whole lot of other people. It's so far been a critical and commercial success. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is one of the higher ratings for a Marvel movie. And it's made a couple dollars. It seems to have crossed the $1.5 billion threshold. It's now on the top 10 list for highest grossing movies of all time. How do you, how do you feel about, to start, the critical and commercial stuff, like the success of the movie? I loved it. Oh, well, no, that's not what I, (laughs) she's jumping in. She's spoiler alert. (laughs) When I say I love it, I mean, I agree. I I feel like it is worth the hype. Please. You feel like 93% is, is accurate. First watch. Okay. We've seen this twice. We should preface once we saw it premiere day. It was my bachelor bachelorette party that I forced upon everyone. (laughs) <laughs> Second time we saw it uh, back here in California. We were in mm-hmm. Cleveland the first time we saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time, okay, there were moments where like halfway through, I was kind of just waiting for the big thing to happen that we all thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, this podcast, we're going to into spoilers. So this is your warning. I was waiting for to see are the sp- other Spider-Man's going to show up. And so as it was going on, I was like, oh, I mean, this isn't the best spider-man movie ever best superhero superhero movie ever why is everyone i was enjoying it i was like but why are we all freaking out mm-hmm. and then and then it happened and it was amazing and i loved it and then the second watch really made me feel like no this is like one of the greatest superhero movies of all time like i, I, I think it's worth the critical reception the money everything everything you really felt that way the second watch that's so weird i had yeah. a completely different honestly reaction the second watch that's so funny the first watch was so much fun because it was like the Marvel fans, like people like us mm-hmm. who've been watching it for 10 years. We were so excited. People were clapping. You could just feel the energy in the room. The second watch, sitting and watching it without kind of any of the spectacle of the a fun crowd, you're left to pick apart things a little bit more. And I mm-hmm. was sitting there watching and I'm thinking to myself, is it good or is it just exciting to have these cameos? Like they're two very different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it a good movie or is the stunt casting exciting? <laughs> No, I like think the idea it was of still... putting in these these big people, these big stars. 
Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, yeah, I understand that completely. No, I think it is just a good movie. Like, especially when you watch the original Spider-Man. And I know that's yeah. the whole thing on the internet. Who's the best Spider-Man? Which are the best movies? I, I think this one is like much better at telling the story and, and the cameos. Yeah, they're the coolest part. And it's it's like, I get what we were saying. Could have even been done without it. Right. But it, it, mm-hmm. it fit very well into it. Yeah. Um, well, and so the second that- time. I was going to say the first time I think, oh yeah, for the first time for me, it was just like a whole, the whole time it was just a waiting game. So then the second time I was able to digest everything, it was like with um, the Eternals where I liked it a lot better the second time, even yeah. more. Well, Eternals, we'll see. I'm going to, it's coming on Disney plus this week. So we'll watch it. And really oh, make it a decision. is. It is. Yeah. This, uh, this Wednesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But so you recently rewatched the original Spider-Man, the Tobey yes. Maguire trilogy. Yeah. What is like a give us your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, they're fun to see because they're part of my childhood and maybe down the line, you know, as I keep aging, once I turn 30, I'm going to feel the same about all these Marvel movies, <laughs> part of my youth. But um, they're not, good. you know, Aunt May is a wonderful part of the movie. <laughs> the villains are a wonderful, wonderful part. I have nothing against Toby. I just don't think they're good. They're really I mean. In terms I don't, of I don't like Toby. Movies, I I have no no. Listen, I loved seeing him on our screens again, and I thought like he he his role was so great, his lines were great. But uh, yeah, in terms of older superhero movies, anything before Marvel, you know, whatever DC is right now, the only ones <laughs> that really kind of stand the test of time are the Dark Knight trilogy, right, and maybe yeah. Superman, and that's it. <laughs> Oh God! Wait, hold on. Which Superman are you talking about? Kevin like Co- Henry Cavill, Kevin Costner. Okay, I growing up, I used oh, to oh, love that, that one. Oh, that one, that one. Man of Ke- yeah, a uh, Man of Steel. Sorry. Man of Steel. Yeah, Man yeah. of Steel. Okay, yeah. Th- I thought you were talking about the one with um, um Brandon something. Ke- uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I which I like, love. Are you sure? <laughs> I had also loved, but I loved it growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a product of my time, my age. It's- interesting to hear you talk about the toby stuff i've never been a fan of toby mcguire he is a known asshole in hollywood and i personally you know i'm not a fan i'm not a fan i you know of his acting as well aside from the personal stuff but he just is there on screen he's just looking at you the whole time it's like looking at a photograph for god's sake but yeah, you know it's, it's weird. a lot of zoomed in on his face it's a lot of <laughs> he he was better i think in no way home i liked him so much more as like an older mature spider-man mm-hmm. than i ever did as like the teenage hero yeah which is interesting whereas with andrew garfield you sit and watch andrew garfield in no way home and you think god we really fucked up by not giving this guy good movies you know yeah. they're very different reactions you feel like this is the exact dosage i needed of toby but i want more of andrew well, for me, even when the Andrew Spider-Man came out, I feel like I was probably one of the few that actually liked it. Like, I think I bought us the movies on iTunes and I loved them and I loved seeing yeah. Emma Stone. Like, I was so excited, thought it was so much better than the Tobey Maguire. And then now I'm happy to see like that it's kind of getting the yeah. attention that it deserved. Like, you know, we as like society are, I don't know why we like decide to all pick on someone for like, someone starts something in, on the internet and we all decide to hate it together. And then years later, we're like, Why? But you know what? Hate it. Um, like you have to remember when Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was coming out, we were like Marvel was starting to pick up and become like the Marvel we know now, and it was very exciting. You had the Dark Knight movies to reflect on as well. Like it was just a different period. 
You know, now when people have superhero fatigue, I think they miss like the cheesiness and the charm of the Andrew Garfield movies. Weirdly, those movies are are not. I went back and rewatched those while you rewatched you rewatched the Toby ones. I was rewatching the Garfield ones. They're very conventional. Like the story mm. is like, you know, cookie cutter told again. It's cookie cutter. But it relies so much on the charm of Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. And it pays off because of that. Like, mm-hmm. it's really exciting to see them on screen. Andrew Garfield is like electric as Spider-Man. He really works in the role. But they're not yeah. perfect movies, you know. But none of these no. movies are perfect at the end of the day. He's also, he works well in No Way Home as like an older Spider-Man who, you know, damaged. was bitter and damaged. And, you know, he does his whole shtick with like the big hair. And the, you know, looks like he's going to cry. You know what I mean? The thing mm-hmm. he was doing in Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> Which I enjoyed. And apparently but, he's getting nominated for and winning awards. Oh, he's winning awards. He won the Golden Globe last night. Which, by the way, did you know the Golden Globes were on last night? Okay, I saw that there <laughs> were people who were winning, but I thought they were like the awards that they never really air. Uh-huh. So the show itself did not happen. It was basically like a press release because uh, Uh NBC refused to air a broadcast based on like the lack of diversity of the HFPA. So no one was in attendance. So the awards might mean nothing, but also like, is this, that's a whole other, I'm going to force you to have an awards conversation on another episode. But yeah. Yeah, we have to have an awards episode. He he won a Golden Globe last night. So is he going to win the Oscar, which is a whole separate thing, but people love him right now. People really, really love him. They are. There's a big craze. And I wonder yeah. if Spider-Man is responsible for that. I mean, I know it, it is, but like, did it help him win the award? <laughs> is it going to help him win the Oscar? <laughs> it's true. Likeability is so important in Hollywood. Like, think about when mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence won for Silver Linings Playbook. Like, I really like that performance. And I think she would have mm-hmm. won at some point. But she was just like, the moment she became, girl. it was the same year the Hunger Games came out. Like, that was it. Everyone loved her and the Academy loved her because everyone loved her. I mean, the public perception is very important. But anyways, Our maybe we should perception. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just to give a brief synopsis of this movie, um, Tom Holland, Spider-Man is panicked because everyone knows the identity of Spider-Man in the movie. They know who Peter Parker is. And Mysterio has led the public to believe that Spider-Man is not really who he says he is. He's not an upstanding superhero. Spider-Man goes to Dr. Strange begs him to make people forget this whole thing happened. And through a spell that goes wayward, um, it ends up slightly opening the multiverse, bringing in our old Peter Parkers from the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield series, as well as the villains from those series. So we get to see Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, et cetera. So my first question for you was going to be, did this movie live up to your expectations? Which I feel like it did. I also really enjoyed it. Like it was very exciting to just see everything happen. It was exciting to be back in a theater with a lot of people. As scary as it is to be around a lot of people, it's just very exciting that like everyone's there for one thing. But what, so what was your favorite cameo? We had Tom Hardy, we had Charlie Cox, we had our villains, we had our I mean, I, I walked away going like, oh God, Doc Ock was so cool in this movie. Like I, like he was my favorite villain by far, but like the cameo that probably, I think just both, you know, Toby and, and Andrew got me so excited and it was just yeah. all the chemistry and, and I love seeing them because they were part of like such different movies, them like mm-hmm. fitting into the MCU with all the quirky little lines and everything that they had and yeah. you know how they were molded into those kind of characters. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's a Isn't it amazing how seamless it felt having them mm-hmm. there? 
It's really oh, crazy. Yeah. It didn't feel weird at all. That uh-uh. scene where they're walking through the portals and it's right before Andrew <sighs> walks in and you get that yeah. feeling that he's going to walk in. That's your spot. You're Peter Tingle. Yeah, and the then, then you girl. have you have Ned's mom who like starts like because I, I love that they even did this like they knew what moments are going to play up in the crowd. Yeah. Like, this is when you should clap. And they had like Ted's mom, like Ned's mom, like clapping and screaming. Yes. Like, yeah. And when we saw it with everyone the first time everyone did, oh, it was just such a moment. Yeah. Marvel knows what it's doing for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Um, my favorite cameo, I'm going to give a little love to Daredevil because I was just forgot how exciting, how much oh, I like yeah. seeing him on screen. I like rewatching Ugh. it the second time. I was like, oh, I get to really focus on Daredevil because in the first screening, I was eating my Cinnabon as he came on screen. I was distracted. <laughs> so in the second screening, I had more time and I, I just see he just fits so well. It's like I'm so yeah. happy he's part of the universe, which Ugh. is so exciting. It's weird considering the fact that like, um, you know, Kingpin. And Hawkeye, I feel like, didn't work as well as we all wanted it to. But Daredevil seems like it definitely is going to work really well. Yeah. Like, he already had good chemistry with the Marvel people. And he was in it for, like, 20 seconds. So I had a lot Ugh, of fun It wasn't long that. enough. It wasn't long wasn't enough. Long I mean, enough. We, we know this, like, Marvel has a third act problem. But they nailed a lot of the moments in this yes. movie. Whereas, like, with Hawkeye, we're at the end, final act, and they didn't nail it. Yeah. I mean, Marvel has a third act problem, but for all of its big movies, it works it out. Like arguably Mm -hmm. the third act is the best part of this movie. Civil Mm -hmm. War has a really good third act when you think about it, right? What happened? That fight. Infinity War ends on such a good, like in such a remarkable way, you know, Uh like some of these movies that really need to nail it, they end up nailing it in the long run. The big hitters. The big hitters. Yeah. Thor, that was kind of cool. Ragnarok, kind of. Ragnarok. I, I liked how Ragnarok ended with destroying Asgard. Yeah. So it makes you think like what's going to be what's going to happen next. Um, I mean, the best part of Ragnarok is we get the haircut and we get the lightning in the eyes and all that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is very good. Blanchard. And Kate Walking Blanchard. around in that suit. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Um, also, we have to say like Willem Dafoe, world-class actor. Mm-hmm. You know? It's all very, these people came back all these people came back and he looks so good still as a green goblin yeah. just like works so well no matter which spider-man he's talking to it's like he is the green goblin you know no no Seriously. i love that these people came back kind of like no questions like you want me in marvel yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna come i know also the good redemption. yeah good redemption for jamie fox as well they let him look mm-hmm. like jamie fox you know, he wears the firefighters outfit for most of the movie, which I think is so funny. Um, uh, it's great. It was really good. Everything was like I, I think I went to it, went into the movie with lower expectations on you. So I was so pleasantly surprised because I was like, how is this going to work out? It's not going to make any sense. They're going to try and do too much. It's going to be a disaster. And while there are some plot issues, which maybe we'll end up talking about. The movie mm-hmm. is remarkably simple for all that it's trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. How do you feel about, I uh, well, I, I don't know. When was the last time you watched the Tobey Maguire? It's been a very long time. Really? Okay. I kind of like James Franco. So like Harry and um, to, uh, Peter's friendship a little mm-hmm. more than Ned and Peter in the MCU. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's more of like a basis for it. I mean, we we get like emotional and everything at the end of like No Way Home, but like 
I don't know. Yeah. It seemed more natural. Like Harry is really just his friend. He's not like just a sidekick who like works in a chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such an interesting point. Cause I totally get what you're saying, but also like mm-hmm. in 06, we all knew who Tobey Maguire and James Franco were. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, everybody was like obsessed with James Franco. This was, you know, before his, uh, <laughs> Is the litany of is issues he canceled? Is he not? We is don't know. Not? Where yeah. is he? I don't know if it's because like Tom Holland was basically, unless you'd seen him in a couple other movies, you would have. We had no idea who the, who this cast was when they first got cast. Yeah. Do you feel like except because for they, instead, except for Zendaya, do you think because you feel the way you do because like we weren't familiar with the actors, or do you think it's no. the way they're written? I mean, Ned's more there to like serve some kind of like purpose, right? He's like yeah. there to help Peter. I don't think Where they Harry ever was, want. Yeah. Was more there to be his actual best friend. It felt he was like there to be his best friend, but, but James Franco is definitely like the foil and the threat to Toby Maguire. Mm-hmm. Ned, I don't think mm-hmm. they want Ned to ever be a real threat. I don't think they ever want him to be a real player either. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I question that because now he has like magic, right? And that's apparently a part in the comics where Ned but like, is that gonna actually go has magic and he turns against Peter. I don't know. We don't know. Did we, we, did we think this was going to happen the last time we saw the, you know, uh, Far From Home, whatever yeah, whichever but, one it was? But this is a very good point. So we've been told we're going to see Spider-Man again for sure. I don't know if that's going to end. I think it's going to end up being a fourth movie is the rumor out there right now. Mm-hmm. No, Kevin I don't- Feige confirmed it. I honestly don't know if Zendaya and Ned will be part of the fourth movie. I was oh, thinking about this the other day. Line? I don't know if they're going to be major players at all. I think the fourth movie is intended to be Peter as a mature version of himself out on his own. You know, like I, I, I think they're going to go for something really different in the fourth movie. A mature version. But if anything, though, this version, he has to like, we're back to our roots with Spider-Man. He has to make his own suit. He doesn't have the tech. Yeah, you know, it's like what we're used to seeing your legit friendly spiderhood uh, neighborhood Spider-Man. No, but Jenna, it's a very different person, right? It's a person who's lost his his um his like only family. It's a person who's been to space, as they love to say, a person who yeah. has met different versions of himself and seen what different futures of his life could look like. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really I think they're going to try and do something like a little bit darker for the fourth movie. I mean, it could be possible, but but I mean, that's kind of like what Toby the, what mm-hmm. all the Spider-Mans were like, they both lost Uncle Ben. Yeah. You know, and, and like post- Toby had to like give up like MJ in the first two movies. Yeah. He wasn't with her until like the end of the third. This is a different story. It's a different story. Yeah. It's also a different Peter. He's not in high school anymore. I don't know. I don't know. It's all going to depend as well as whatever with what the hell else goes on in Marvel, as we very well know. I mean, <laughs> they're not afraid of reshoots right so yeah who knows where we're gonna end up okay next question for you what Mm. does this movie make you feel about marvel post infinity saga we've been outspoken saying like we slightly hate this but we also love it we're done with marvel but we're never gonna give it up well i mean i i i've really been on the no i was like kind of done with marvel after endgame and then i didn't then wandavision came out that was our first like taste well, no, we also had Far From Home, but that kind of felt also like a transition piece. Like we yeah. weren't even in like phase four yet. It felt very transitional. Um, but yeah, after I saw WandaVision, I was like, nope, I'm back in. Mm. Um, how do I feel? I, it's, and now after like No Way Home, it's how are they going to live up the hype after 
after after this. Yeah. I, I feel like I've been on emotional roller. I'm one on one end of the spectrum to the other. Like Black Widow could have done without what else came out? Hawkeye Shang-Chi. was okay. Shang-Chi I loved. Um, Eternals. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh I don't even think mm-hmm. I don't even remember if I finished it. WandaVision mm-hmm. Loki I loved. Shang-Chi I loved. This I loved. Eternals like in the middle. So look at the list you just created. There's a lot more in the middle or meh, right? What, what, this is how, like, no, Marvel, there's only very- one that's in the middle for me. There's on one end, there's a whole group on one end, and then there's a whole group on the other end. Yeah, exactly. Really so it. we have groups, right? Whereas if you think about what came out before, like Infinity War, we liked pretty much everything except Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, Marvel is making some good individual products, but we've I we're lacking some of the cohesiveness. And what's interesting is Marvel and right now, especially is really relying on the, okay, you saw the first season. If you want real answers, you have to tune in again. They're building, 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 but nothing is connecting. Whereas with the infinity war saga, you'd be watching a captain America movie and it would have nothing to do with a downy storyline, but you would still like understand where it's fitting into the scope of things, where it fits in the timeline. Like if you Mm -hmm. think about everything we've gotten, Shang-Chi Eternals, especially was like on a different planet, all the different shows, you know, Loki is up with the TVA where things are falling apart for the entire universe and Wanda's creating a town in Westview. And we have now all this, we have the Spider-Man movie. Everything is so different nothing feels connected in the way that it used to. And it's like, what are they waiting? What are they going to choose to connect and how is everything going to come together? Mm -hmm. Are we just kind of, instead of having like 10 movies tie into one storyline, are we basically going to have different groups that tie into each other? I feel like it must be that. I mean, the one unifying factor is the multiverse, but we haven't, we're still like not even into the multiverse really all that yet. We're still on the cusp of it. Yeah. Like, it seems like Doctor Strange, Wanda, and potentially Loki are going to be like their own cluster of cohesiveness, like something wound Mm -hmm. up tying together there. Spider-Man, I would have thought is connected to Doctor Strange, but now I feel like might not really be connected to Doctor Strange, especially if they're going to do a Venom storyline. That's just going to be totally different. I don't know where Shang-Chi fits in. The Eternals, I really have no clue what's going on there. Yeah, nothing. You can't place anything in your head. You don't know what where the timeline yeah. is of anything like we used to. Um, but even yeah. then, back then, it was like hard to follow. Like the fact that like the first Captain America came out, like it was you know that's basically like the origin story of all of this. But we started with mm-hmm. like Iron Man, right? Yeah. Even but, like then, you, was... you were more aware of what was going on. There was also less stuff to follow. You know what I mean? You know what really helped me put things in timeline order? Honestly, this is even a joke. Disney Plus. <laughs> like they put it in timeline order for you. That's all you can yeah. keep doing. Just refer to yeah. Disney Plus. But Google aside, these things. Aside from the timeline, I'm talking about like when does the consequence of Kang the Conqueror start to mm-hmm. affect the multiverse? The actual movie. Are we going to have to wait like six years for that? Like why they're setting up a lot of different stuff and none of it yeah. is connected in my mind I mean, at least okay well then maybe this goes back to okay you know i said spider-man was a good story and everything but there are things there are problems with it maybe this goes back to why the spell got fucked up in spider-man because uh, mm-hmm. to me even still like it seems so stupid that like oh you know peter was just talking and that interrupted dr strange's yeah. spell and that fucked it up so yeah. maybe that wasn't what we thought we're going to learn later on. Oh, this was like, because of the multiverse, what Kang did, this is kind of like at that moment, the spell was impacted in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't and that know. kind I'm of just, broke it. 
Because I don't want to keep going forward, 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 and then have them go, wait a minute. Remember what happened like two movies ago? Guess what really yeah. happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they rely sometimes too much on the big reveal, the big this, the big that, where I think they would be things would be more effective if it was straightforward, you know? Like Loki was a very, as a show, was a complicated concept, but it was very clear about what the question was and who the the big the big bad is. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We like from episode one, he's trying to un- uncover what the TVA is. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, whereas you get to episode five and you realize Kingpin is there and then he's the big bad, and then it all falls apart because not enough time was spent. Yeah. And it seemed like, like Kingpin was taken down like in a minute. And is he dead? We don't know. Like what's yeah. going on. Yeah. But so speaking of Doctor Strange, what did you think about his role in the movie and his involvement in the plot mechanics? Yeah, I mean, he was also just there, like there to serve what Iron Man used to serve, I guess. Yeah. You know, Peter's helper or guide, mm-hmm. like, you know, mentor his Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And the fact that like he was stuck in limbo seems like bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Isn't Doctor Strange supposed to be like the most powerful wizard of all time, a sorcerer? I don't know. Sada, you confuse me. Every time I watch a movie with you, go, oh my God, they're the strongest one in Marvel. So I have no idea anymore. (laughs) I don't know. I think he is. I think he's like very, very strong and capable. So the fact that he fails so miserably in this movie after like two minutes of effort, it's not great. You can totally, like if you can watch a movie and see what the plot device is, Mm-hmm. it's not a good sign like if i could watch it and tell like they just need him to move us from point a to point b he feels no yeah. other purpose it's not it's not a great sign but like if he couldn't beat peter parker in that fight and he got stuck for 12 hours how is he going to beat wanda when by she's the way like the alleged villain and you know multiverse of madness exactly by the way that he was in the mirror dim- dimension which is his terrain yeah. his domain and he couldn't beat peter parker like i don't know and like peter was able to figure out the meter the mirror dimension just by geometry which still didn't you know what i mean they just yeah. kind of like it seems like sometimes they just string these concepts together and they're like that's good that's good that go seems legit it. go yeah. for it yeah yeah i think it i think it knocks a few points off the movie i think yeah it but does. i mean if it's still it was a good movie yeah because because you know the cameos are so fucking effective also it's like it ends in such a kind of really a sad way where he's standing in the coffee oh, yeah. shop with the paper he's like mj even though to be honest with you out of all the love stories we've gotten in spider-man movie i don't particularly care for this one it's not going to make or break my day if like peter man and mj aren't together whereas i yeah. really wanted peter and gwen stacy to be together in the garfield movies yeah so i don't know but I, well but i mean is- they I was going to say, well, they were dating in real life. Andrew, Emma, Andrew and Emma, but so are uh, yeah. Tom and Zendaya. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is all goes back to the fact that Marvel has a real romance problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm still convinced that's strange. Why is it hard to get it right? I don't understand. I don't know. Like, I really think Better Cumberbatch and Rachel McAdams are like the only relationship I care about. And maybe it's because I most recently watched Doctor Strange and I was like, this is a nice relationship. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I also cared about Iron Man and um, Mrs. Potts. Yes. Oh, Pepper Mrs. Potts. Potts. <laughs> Couldn't remember her first name. I liked Cap and Peggy too, but I also felt like that dragged uh, on too much. It was so, yeah, they kept bringing it up in our face and, you know, yeah. I just didn't need to hear about it for seven movies. He exactly. knew it for a day. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's true. He knew it for a few days. He knew it for a day. Whatever. (laughs) Oh 
Oh man. Okay. So what do you anticipate about Dr. Strange's movie coming out? I think in March or May of next year, is it going to involve Kang the multiverse Wanda's twins, the X-Men. I don't want to say anything because I've accidentally stumbled on like alleged spoilers <gasps> on Shut Twitter. Up. It was like a leak and I stumbled on it by mistake. And like this person has apparently like leaked a lot of stuff before. So he's a reliable source. So I'm just going to oh, keep no. quiet. Okay. Well, just tell me this. Were you disappointed with what you saw or did you feel like, Ooh, that's smart. I was surprised. <gasps> no, you have to tell me. Wait, okay. Like, just, just going to okay. try very hard to live up to the hype of what just happened. Okay, 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 okay. All you have to tell me is this. The spoilers, who were they about? Just give me the character it involves. I can't. It's, no, it's just say be... the character. Just say the character. You can't say the character. Should that I text it to a- you? Okay, I'm not going to say on the podcast because I don't, I don't want to like spoil it for you guys, but I'm going to okay. text her and you're going to hear text from her it. reaction if it's good or not. Okay. Okay, I just texted go. it to you. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You have to add more context. I'm not understanding what I'm seeing. Oh, hold God. on. I'm responding. I'm responding. <laughs> no, you don't need to respond. Hold on. Just tell me. Just tell me what you saw. Just text me. Listeners, we're not going to say anything. I, I mean, oh, they are definitely making Jenna. use of the multiverse. I hate situation. it. I hate it. I love it. I'm excited. I'm anti. I'm anti. That's all I'm going to tell. Isn't it cool? Did you ever think this would happen? Maybe it shouldn't happen. (laughs) Why not? This is such a cool thing for our lifetime. I will tell you this much. People don't want this version of it. They're going to be thinking about another version. If you understand what I'm trying to tell you. I understand what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners. Sorry. This may be confusing, but I'm not happy with what I just read. I, I won't, I won't lie to you guys. If you guys want to know what I'm talking about, just look up multiverse leak and find and see what you find out. What you just alleged literally has nothing to do with the (laughs) storyline. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. It happens to like offer help. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Well, Uh, all right. Let's. Okay. So I would find out about who won the bachelor or bachelorette and she'd be like just tell me and i would text the turn she'd be like that she'd be so upset well i don't want to know who wins the bachelor this season oh i'm not watching and You're guess not. who is guess who's still watching me even though she said she's not gonna problems. watch and now she finds this new bachelor charming oh. i find them charming i i think the women of this season just all seem dumb and normally this happens like every Peter, season. Like Peter season? No, they're not as bad as Peter, but they're it's 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 a very much a throwback season. Like the women feel like they could have been alive and looked the same way in 2006. We're like talking I don't know how to explain uh, Sean Lowe. Yeah. No, way before Sean Lowe. I'm talking oh, about like Jason, Jason Mesnick. Mesnick? Ew, That's Jesus the vibe Christ. I get. Yeah, but wow. the women there, I felt like had real jobs and could pass as educated. And these women, mm. you know, there's there's not much ticking upstairs. If you understand, <laughs> where is though? Are you his interviews he's doing? I might be a little sexist. In his interviews he's doing, he actually seems kind of like charming and funny. So I, I don't know. know that a video you sent me yesterday when she <laughs> sent me this Instagram interview yesterday and it was like, look, he has a personality. And I was like, where? <laughs> he was like making fun of people of what's been tweeted about him. I was like, oh, that's yeah. funny. 
you know he wasn't he okay. didn't really crack many jokes and maybe no, it was late I, maybe you were tired <laughs> i don't think he's like laugh out loud funny i don't know i don't know he's better than peter and to be honest with you yeah. he's better than matt james matt james no that was not his fault jenna that was he's his fault. funny on instagram he's not him and tyler cameron just uh, listen we can't even get into this really we can't, we can't get into this okay <laughs> All right, let's talk about. Okay, so I want to have an industry conversation with you to kind of wrap up. Yeah, get my thoughts about. on the industry. Okay, in my opinion, oh, for my list coming in my in the oh, let's do the handy? list. Okay, we'll do the list oh, okay. first before we do the industry conversation. Thank you. Okay, All so right. your top five Marvel movie list, starting backwards at five, working forward. I want to know if No Way Home is in it now. Okay. Do you want me to do this quickly or we're going to bounce off one another? What are you? We can bounce off. You want to start with five and I'll start with my five. We'll go back and forth. Thor Ragnarok. This is from Marvel. Mm -hmm. This is your Marvel list. Okay. As number five, really? All right. For me, Loki comes in at five. It edged out (gasps) Thor. Wow. I really liked Loki. I didn't like Sylvie and Loki very much, but I liked Loki and Owen Wilson a lot. So, Uh uh-huh. All right. You're number four. Oh, WandaVision. Oh, my God. I think you know where my list is going. You're so basic. <laughs> I am basic. You're number four. Ooh, yours number is going to be like Civil War. No, my, my number four is Black Panther. Oh, I forgot about Black Panther. Black Panther. It's because you're That's racing. Something. I have to look at myself. Yeah, I have to look into myself about that. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no, I know that you love that movie. Okay, you're number three. Loki. Shut away. You just gave me a hard time. Why? I made Loki my number five. You made it your number three. You looked at me like, well, I have what number five is low. Number three is reasonable. Go on. What's your third? Oh my God. You would think it's too low. Okay. My number (laughs) three is no way home. Okay. Okay. So congratulations. I can't decide if it's a good movie. If we're talking about good movie, like in terms of like good quality, I can't decide. I I really, really enjoyed it. The second time we watched it, you we had such a great car ride home. We I always have fun. I had so much fun. That's why I'm ranking it on my list. But I don't know, Jana. I mean, that's how I feel about all these movies. So I can't tell if they're really good. You know, Sada, sometimes a movie doesn't have to be depressing. <laughs> or I mean, this is depressing, but it doesn't have to like make you want to kill yourself and the dog yeah. next to you just to get out of this life for it to be a good movie. It's okay if but you have movie- fun and consider it a good movie. <laughs> All right, whatever, whatever. Okay, what's your number? Uh, your number two, Spider Man: No Way Home. Okay, all right, all right. My number two, you're gonna kill me. It's a it's tie. Endgame. I'm gonna kill you. No, it's a tie between Winter Soldier and Civil War. I really love okay. Civil War. I think I'm alone in this because I know it looks like it was filmed, you know, in like this, like you know, very like blank canvases and everything like that i know people feel like it's not the most cinematic movie but i think the plot is so good is that what and i don't think? i don't find the sokovia accords to be ridiculous i like the sokovia she did, we left that that movie i remember and she just kept talking about the villain and how he's like so different i liked him is like she was trying to get all deep you know i liked when it's just a marvel movie yeah winter soldier has robert redford so this is also why it's at number two that's fair. All right. You're number one. I think our number ones are equal. They're equal. You say it. Infinity one, War. Two, baby. three, end game. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Infinity <laughs> War. Infinity I know War. is a good movie. 
I know it's in my heart movie. of hearts it's a good oh, movie. Oh my god. I still oh get chills god. thinking about the ending. Oh, oh it's my so god. Good. It's I'm so gonna make good. a better watch for the last half hour <laughs> tonight. <laughs> You know why? Because I wanted to see Spider-Man No Way Home for the third time on my birthday and I could tell he didn't want to go. So I'm going to make him do this instead. Oh, boy. You're so lucky to be married to you. This is a lot lot worse. No, but no, you know, I don't blame him. Uh, You and I are unique, unique in this sense that we'll go watch these movies three or four times. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could keep watching it even if I didn't like it. It's something to do. You know, exactly. <laughs> I could keep I, well, I thought about going to see it on the weekend by myself, but then all these plans came up. God, these plans don't even get me started. OK, <laughs> that's right. another podcast for that's another, another podcast. <laughs> OK, top five uh, superhero movie list. Not producer. Producer Layla is calling me. Um, she just Ignore. called me. I'm ignoring her. Call. Hi, Layla. We love you. We're just recording. <gasps> oh, my gosh. What? We got a COVID update at work. Someone Two people COVID? tested positive. Does that mean? Does that mean you get to stay home? I'll tell her to call Ahmed. Leila's asking if someone yeah. can. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay, so next, folks, we're gonna give our top five superhero movies. This is non-Marvel. This can it can include Marvel, but it's non non-specific. This means okay. we're okay with DC. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think so my number five is gonna surprise you. I think my number five is going to surprise you. Wait. So I also want to preface this with these aren't necessarily oh my favorite, but I, I mean, I love them, but I think that these are like, you know, really critically acclaimed in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> so it's not about whether you, the, I think it's valid. It. It's valid. It's, whether, it's valid. It's whether you, the critic loves it. It's valid. Say. It's yeah. valid. Okay. Listen. Mine are kind of a mix. I, I'm I wanted to do my best to leave off a lot of Marvel, so I'm only giving myself like limited Marvel. But okay, let's start with your number five. Guess. I want you to guess. No, I don't want to guess. No, just try one guess. I just want to see if you could guess where my mind went. Mine is oh god, is is it the master of disguise? Are you considering this? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We have to do the Masters of Disguise on this podcast. You could not oh pay me God. to watch that again. We said I could pay you to watch that. that movie about what a movie. Linguini or whatever his what name movie. was. What a movie. Awful. It's so bad. Okay, my number five. Are you going to guess? Is it okay? I want to know because I want to see if it's the same as mine. So I want you to say it. Wolverine. <gasps> do you mean Logan? I hope you mean Logan. Oh, I love it. I mean, Logan, Wolverine, baby. aka the story Logan, the film yes. Logan about Wolverine. <laughs> Fuck. What a movie. What, what a movie. movie? James Mangold. We just did that. Hugh Jackman. We love it. Okay. No, that was Such perfect. A good movie. That was perfect. So okay. dark. So dark. So good. My number five. I think I that one almost him. moved me to tears. You know what, Jana? Me too. Remember how it, the yeah. trailer had hurt the- by Johnny Cash playing over it? Oh, oh my no, god you know what I, i'm gonna make i'm gonna just i'm gonna put that on tonight for Ahmed. put that on Do tonight a no, I wanna watch it too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right we gotta keep going through these lists okay my number okay. five is man of steel i you know i almost put on my list but i was like yeah. is it the best is it critically acclaimed you know for what we're ranking here yes. i don't know what yeah, do i want to refer to it i wanted to be objective and look at everything that wasn't just marvel so 
I was like, I really do really like Man of Steel, whether or not it's as good as, you know, to other people as it is to me. I really do like it. Okay, you're number four. Avengers. The original the Avengers. Remember what a groundbreaking moment that was like. I remember um, what's that? Was it Vanity Fair? Someone had done like the top movies of the year. I remember seeing the spread in a magazine and Avengers was number one. And I remember at the time I wasn't as deep into Marvel as I am now. That was the same summer that the Dark Knight Rises came up and I was like, came out. I was like, what the fuck? How is that not number one? Mm -hmm. But like now, like after all of this, like seeing that, like all these, like, you know, like those movies where they have like a whole star studded cast and it like flops, but this one worked. And this was like years and years of like work. It was like our first taste. It of started. What they, yes. They could do. Yeah. What they could do. So you are a Joss Whedon supporter. The same week that Ben Affleck comes out and says he hates him. He hates him. <sighs> yeah. But first and foremost, I am a Ben Affleck supporter. <laughs> oh, OK. Well, well, that's equally controversial. now. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's OK. I love him, too. Listen, listen, we love it. What can we do? We've been supporting we him this we long. You, you think ben. we're going to back ben, away now? <laughs> come on the podcast, Ben. I will prepare okay. questions for you. Oh God, <laughs> Ben, don't, don't worry. I'll forget the questions. Okay. Uh, number four for me is Logan. No surprise Wolverine. here. I was at Wolverine. I was happy to see you mention it. I know we both really like that movie. So okay. Good. You're number three. Uh, the dark Knight. at three. Dun, dun, dun. There's other stuff. <laughs> wow. Okay. My number three is infinity war. Okay. Okay. What's your number two? Well- so then my list kind of veers off into what's my favorite. <laughs> okay, I understand. <laughs> okay, what's your number um, two? My list at this point is just the same as it was before. Spider-Man no, from No Way uh, No Way Home. No, over the Dark Knight? I think at this point in my life, yes. <laughs> shut up, shut up. I'm a married woman now. I can't keep frothing over, you know, Christian Bale, the Dark Knight. You can. You can. The rest of us are. <laughs> wow it's gonna take me a second to recover okay my number two is the dark knight rises fuck okay. everyone who doesn't like this movie i fuck love this everyone movie. what a i love it movie i love it when he's life. in the cage the cave and he's he's climbing and people are chanting what can i tell climb, you climb yeah uh-huh uh-huh, <laughs> but, but uh-huh in the, in the language well they're saying rise but yeah. anyways anyways i really love it okay i don't know what to tell you gary oldman it's got everything fuck um, all of you yeah <laughs> Okay, your number one is Endgame. No, I'm kidding. kidding I'm kidding again. I'm kidding again. <laughs> Infinity War. Infinity War. Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. My number one's The Dark Knight, which yeah, I know is fair. so boring, but at it's least not. one of us put it. Thank God. <laughs> no, you know what? If we ask other any other people, like any other people, persons, whatever, to do this list that we just did, the Endgame, like Endgame would surely be on there. Oh, for sure. For sure. But we and just they're wrong. It. We and just wrong. Well, I didn't hate it. <laughs> you keep <laughs> wanting me to hate everything you hate. It's very difficult. I just difficult don't get what me. people don't, how people don't see what I see. You know what? I think you really need to sit and watch them all from start to finish. In, I, I've in done timeline that. I order. That. Oh, and you did it change your mind. Okay. I didn't change my mind. I already did that. I did that, I think, like a third into quarantine. Okay. Don't you miss quarantine? Hmm. I miss it. We might be back in there. Who knows? I don't know. Who they sent the out an email again knows. today at work saying that you have to go pick up your rapid test tomorrow or Wednesday so that we can be back in the office on the 18th. 
your work is, uh, you know, I'm not liking this stuff. I got to be honest. They don't, it's like everyone in America right now should just be like, however, however you feel safe is how you want to work. Do what makes you feel safe. All right. Anyways, maybe the dark I don't night. Want to work. <laughs> maybe that makes me feel safe. I know the dark night is number one on my list and every other like 28 year old white guys list. And I, and I don't feel good about it, but I also feel very good about it because it's a very good movie. Okay. That we all love and cherish. All right. I'm happy for you. <laughs> okay. So now let's talk about the industry. Okay. As you know, Jenna, I am regularly in a state of despair, but especially right now, I don't feel good about things. <laughs> I really don't feel good about things. Things oh are really crumbling. Okay. Like we said, the Globes didn't have a real event. The Oscars are coming up. And for the first time, there's not really best actor, best actress front runners. Like they're the best picture front runner, but like mm-hmm. it's January and we're not talking about the Oscars the way we normally talk about the Oscars. So because the last year was such a shit show, who wants to talk about it? <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Like when you think it was about it, horrible. The the broadcast wasn't great, but a lot of exciting things happened. Like Anthony Hopkins gave his little Instagram video after he won. You know, that was Chloe the morning Zhao after. Won. Well, you know, it's all the same. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> the morning after was better than the show. <sighs> okay, listen. Every movie. So weirdly, this has been a good movie year in terms of the movies Mm -hmm. have come out and the filmmakers who are making movies like there's the cream of the crop have been making movies this year. But every movie that was highly anticipated has opened up to a subpar box office. Right. The Last Duel, Mm -hmm. which is like one of the best movies. I really loved that movie. I think it's one of Ridley Scott's. Yeah. Just so good. Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro doing terrible. Guillermo del Toro, Jana one best director for his last movie, The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water, a mm. lot of people went to see. Like, he's a household yeah. name and no one wants to see Nightmare Alley. Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie is only open in like a few theaters. It's very difficult to see. I know you, you know, aren't like sitting and watching There Will Be Blood every night, but like people, like he is known as one of the best ever. Like mm-hmm. if he makes a movie, it's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have these like, prestige cinema movie is doing awful in theaters but on streaming you're seeing some things are doing well like for example the lost daughter maggie gyllenhaal's new movie it's yeah. getting widely viewed on netflix don't look, don't up, look up the don't look up the new adam mckay movie had like one of the best weeks in streaming a movie has ever had so people are watching things on streaming which suggests they're interested in like good cinema but they're yeah. not going to see things in theaters so the question is like are people afraid of going to a theater right now clearly they're not afraid of going to a theater because look at how well Spider-Man did. Mm Spider-Man didn't just make a hundred million dollars. It made $1.5 billion so far, three weeks into its run. So clearly people Mm -hmm. aren't afraid to be in a theater right now. People are still interested in watching good movies, but no one wants to pay for good movies in the theater anymore. Like I'm not understanding what's happening. You know, you think about it next uh, year, most movie theaters could be closed, honest to God. And like award shows not might not matter anymore, <laughs> which <laughs> worries me. So I've been waiting this whole podcast to talk about this. <laughs> okay. I, I think, I think, okay. COVID has changed a lot of things, right? Yes. I think for me, at least personally, and maybe I think more like the average person, I don't know. I 
I mean, I went and saw The Last Duel in theater and I loved it, but it was like probably like the second movie I'd seen in theater since like it happened, like since mm-hmm. I had gone back to the movies. But so given that and I've gone and seen like happy, like fun movies, I don't know if I would find myself jumping off the couch with joy to go get dressed up and go to the cinema to watch an intense, sad movie rather than watching it from my couch. But just because something is like distressing doesn't mean it's not worth seeing it in a but, movie. Like some movies are really but I, fun. Watching watch it from home is like, I will watch it from home on the comfort of my own couch, but it seems like more effort than it's worth to get up and get dressed and to go like leave the theater depressed afterwards when I could yeah. just do that on my couch. But to be honest with you, you you're know? not doing it on your couch because you haven't watched like The Lost Daughter, right? You haven't watched Power of the Dog, which I think is going to win Best Picture. Like there are a lot, I'm there's a lot you're not watching. I'm to you saying that people are watching these streamings at home, right? Like okay. don't look up. People are watching these movies. If you're saying I was that why person, why I think they would be doing that thing. Like I've gone, I will go see Spider-Man again. I will get up and get dressed. But am I going to go watch The Power of the Dog in the theater? God, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I get <sighs> I it, but know. it's we're going in madness constantly up and down, and mm. you have this—you know—one second you read a report saying this because the this is the end, and then you have other doctors saying I don't think it is the end. <laughs> we're not—it's yeah. not doing what we were hoping it would do. Yeah, it's very confusing. I and don't then know. It doesn't it's... help too when Hollywood like cancels the like you know when we don't see the globes on tv like when mm-hmm. the oscars was a shit show like how are I they just don't know. motivating us to get up and go watch these movies i don't know if people really care to see them and i say that as someone who always cares and this year even i feel a little bit like middling on everything mm-hmm. but i don't want things to just go away like i don't know if i want to be in a universe where the only time i go to the theater is for like a big event movie Marvel. Yeah. You know, I miss like just texting your friends and saying, what are you doing tonight? You want to go see a movie? Yeah, but like, okay, La La Land was like a fun movie and I would go see that right now. Like if I had not seen, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, maybe people just want to go see the lighter airier stuff. Like if they're going to leave their house, make it a fun outing. I don't even know. Like these serious movies aren't fun, but look, but people go see us or get out. Right. Mm hmm. Like people are going to see movies that aren't it's like a thriller. laugh out loud it's still funny, fun, but it's a thriller. So you're saying it's not about the who's making the movie. It's not. It's more about what what the movie is and what people yeah. feel like enjoying. Like maybe people right now, honestly, the last thing people want to see maybe is just they don't want to see these sad, depressing movies. You know why am I going to go immerse myself in a theater? Why am I going to go immerse myself in that? When I can mm. go see a happier, like more fun, playful, but like for example, mindless, man- mindless, you know, Manchester uh, on the sea, right? By the sea, by the sea. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> is probably one of the saddest movies in recent memory, but I'm really glad you and I saw it together in the movie. Like it makes it, it more was a memorable. different time. It was a different. It was time. only five years ago. Yeah. But right now I want to go see mindless stuff. I'm watching Snowfall right now. Do you know how stressful that is? But I keep yeah. watching it because he likes it out there. <laughs> oh my God, you are? Wait, it's very mean, good. Do you mean Snowpiercer? No, no, the show Snowfall. It's about cocaine. 
It's very oh, good. No, no, no. I don't. Thank you very much. I'm watching <laughs> it because our Lord and Saviors, Rachel Lindsay and Van Lathan said that they were going to recap season five. So I mentioned it to Ahmed. I'm anti-drug personally, so I can't uh, engage. <laughs> can't comment <laughs> on it. Thing. But like we're just in a different time. Like I was sitting and watching the Hollywood Reporter roundtables. And like two years ago, they had Robert De Niro and Tom Hanks and Adam Driver and Jamie Foxx. And it was like one of my favorite conversations of these like roundtables that I've listened to. And then this year they had Nick Cage. God bless him. <laughs> Why? But difficult to listen to it for an hour. I don't know. <laughs> like we're just we're just in a different time period and it's like things aren't feeling like as exciting as they used to be like arrival i remember how yeah. great arrival was yeah. you know maybe i also heard this interesting point today that like yeah we have prestige filmmakers making movies but they're not making their best work and so it's like is that why people less inclined to go see it like Nightmare Alley. Like, I'll wait till I get home, till it comes yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think people, I mean, I think it's a combination of both of our points. I think people are feeling like less and less inclined to go to the theater. If they're not sitting at home watching cable, because right now people don't even watch regular television. They just sit and watch streaming all the time. That's just the direction we're headed in. But I just don't know what that means long term about who's financing movies and who's releasing movies and how often yeah. movies are getting made, you know? But I mean, hey, maybe this is just a generational thing where things have to change. Like when we look at movies in the early, you know, the 20s, 30s, 40s, the studios were completely different versus now and movies being released back then and everything. This is just a wave of change. Mm -hmm. It's a adjustment, market adjustment. I just don't like it. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not happy about it because I used to be able to drag you to go see like Manchester by the sea. And now if things are going the way they're going. You're never going to go see it with me because you're going to say, I'll just watch it in three months on Netflix. And then I know you'll never watch it. That's not (laughs) true. If you drag me to the theater, I will go. You will. I went and saw The Eternals twice, knowing I hated it the first time because you wanted to see it. I didn't know you saw it once we're going to get it. But then I loved it the second time. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. I liked it. And I left thinking, "Okay, okay, what happened here? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to watch it again this week. I'm going to watch it again. But Jenna, at the same time, like as much as I love Marvel, I can't have it be that we're only ever talking about Marvel. And if we're talking about what's in the mainstream, it's Marvel. So Marvel fucked things up. They did. They did. When you think about what was talked about most this year, content wise, look how many things Marvel has released and whether they release Mm -hmm. good stuff or bad stuff. We spent most of the year talking about it. Most of the time listening to podcasts talk about it. Yeah. Because to be honest with you, if we recorded an episode on The Last Duel, would people like how many people sat and went to the theater and watched the last school? It'd probably just it's, be my friends and cousins who would listen to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I yeah. don't, I don't know if I went up to my coworkers and I talked about the last school, like they would listen to me talk about it, but I don't, I doubt any of them have seen it because it's not on a streamer yet. Yeah. We're in a different time. We're in a different time. This is As very challenging to go out there and make movies. I don't know. I don't think I can salvage this. (laughs) I think you could. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. But all right. Do you feel like you got everything out that you needed to say about Spider-Man? I think so. It's nine o'clock at night. I'm kind of tired. I know. Me too. (laughs) Coming out on February 28th. They announced it. What? Spider-Man. It's being released in February. Are you kidding? For purchase. February 28th. Oh my God, for purchase. Okay. Okay. So I guess we'll we listen. set up our pre order. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Oh okay. god. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking, listeners, for the next episode. I haven't told this to Jenna yet, so let's we'll see if we get her approval. I oh think god, what are you gonna make me watch? She's gonna make me watch something. No, I'm not gonna make you watch something. I think we should do like a year in review slash preparation for what's upcoming. So we can make like a quick list, short list of movies we really liked, TV shows we really liked. And then to compensate for you having to make these lists, we'll do a pop culture list as well for your favorite pop culture moments of 20. No, we don't have to do that. We could just do the movies. I'm fine with that. No, let's do the pop culture stuff, too. It'll be fun. Like, remember okay. how much happened this year? You know, I think Pete Davidson had like six different girlfriends. I would also like to and- mention that we're recording January 10th. And so in the past, like 10 days, we've lost both Betty White and Bob Saget. Oh, the Bob Saget stuff really breaks. Was really sad. Very sudden. Very sudden. Very sudden. His dad apparently had heart problems. So people think it might be a heart attack. Yeah, because they're not suspecting. They didn't see any signs of drug use or any foul play. So it's got to be something sudden medically, like an aneurysm or a heart attack or something like that. Yeah. God. Well. A lot of moments. A lot of things have happened. It's true. 2022. Yep. Hopefully by the time we do like our year in review slash Oscar prep, we'll know if we're getting an Oscar ceremony. Do you think they'll cancel it? I don't think they've canceled the Oscars. The Grammys have been put on hold indefinitely. Yeah, I don't think they'll cancel the Oscars. If anything, it'll just be like one giant Zoom call. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This could be the year Will Smith wins. So I I would be ashamed if they cancel it. Oh my God. King Richard. Ever hate it. King Richard, what a good movie. Yeah. Can you imagine Will Smith, who has been open about wanting an Oscar his whole career, gets an Oscar, but the ceremony doesn't even happen? He gets it over Zoom. He would die. He would hate it. We could <laughs> hand it out to him. You would Let him it. into the Zoom room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All Thank right. you, everyone. Thank you, Jenna, for always the, st- the simulating, stimulating content. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This was just like so great. I'm being serious. This is basically your podcast. No, I it's our podcast. The other day, he's like, you're so passionate about movies. This is what you should be doing with your life. You should really make the podcast he's... go somewhere. Tell him I love him. Tell him I want to hang out immigrant. with the little immigrant comes to America thinks he can achieve anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I really want to go, though? We haven't been huh. to Sunny's in such a long time. I miss the picnic tablecloth. What happened to us eating healthy? The other day you came over, I made you grilled cheese with butter, two different kinds of cheeses and prosciutto and jam and, and apples. That was a really good sandwich. The apples were healthy. I'm eating raspberries right now. I could tell. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's it. Bye, we'll go everyone. to Sunny's. We're going to hash out some ideas. We'll see you next time. Oh, good. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>